This episode is brought to you by Hulu, presenting Legacy, the true story of the L.A. Lakers. From the backboard to the front office, Legacy captures the remarkable rise and unprecedented success of one of the most iconic franchises in professional sports. Featuring new revealing interviews from players, coaches, and execs, this 10-part documentary series chronicles this extraordinary story from the inside. Watch Legacy, the true story of the L.A. Lakers now, only on Hulu. What up, what up, what up, though? Ball Hawk Show. What up, what up, what up, though? Ball Hawk Show. Yeah. If you know, you know. If you know, you know. Brick layers and ball If you know, you know. One stop like a Walmart, we got the tennis balls for the wrong sport If you know, you know If you know about the carport, the trap door supposed to be awkward If you know, you know That's the reason we ball for Circle round twice for the encore If you know, you know What up, what up, what up, what up, what up, what up, do? Welcome to the Ball Hawk Show Podcast I'm your host, Amon Hawkins Appreciate you rocking with me on this Man, got a tall task going up against Clemson. Yes, this is the preview show of the University of Virginia Cavalier football team versus the Clemson Tigers. Uh, before we get started, this episode is sponsored by Abra Insurance. Go to abrainsurance.com for all your insurance needs. That's home, business, auto, life insurance. The good people at Able Insurance. Go online, type in www.abrainsurance.com, and when you get in touch with a representative, tell them the ball hawk sent you. And they definitely write a policy that will fit your needs. So, you know, since the 2020, man, we we up we, we we doing stuff different this year on the podcast, right? Oh, also go to stajujuice.com for all your shut the hell up juice apparel. And uh make sure you subscribe on any podcast platform. So, being that we going to be against Clemson. I had to go into my bag, right? Because I, I like to, I'm a movie buff. I like to look at movies, right? And I thought, like, man, it's a tall task the Wahoos got going up against Clemson, right? And I thought, what type of theme song? Or, 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 or what can I do to set me in the mood to get me to get geared up for this game? And I said, you know what? It's time to pull out the Rocky Balboa. It's time to pull out the Rocky Balboa because he about to fight. We about to fight Ivan Drago. He's not a man, he's a machine. We about to go up against a machine in the eyes of a lot of folks. We don't got a chance. We just little guys. They just killed Apollo. I mean, they basically just beat Citadel and Wake Forest, held both teams to under two yards per carry, 1.1 and 1.8 yards respectively. Good God. So this is how we're going to start the podcast. We got to get our minds right, right? We're going to get our minds right. So I need everybody, get ready. You remember when Rocky was getting ready for Ivan Drago? Yeah, we getting ready. Yeah, Clemson. We about to go run in the snow in the hills. We about to chop some wood. No pain. Yeah. Yeah, get your mind right. Eight o'clock. Down there in Death Valley. Yeah. That's what we doing. We running in the snow. They don't think you got a chance, Rock. Coach Bronco, they say your boys ain't got a chance. 
Huh? They hung up six on you last year, and you had Bryce Perkins, and you had Cease Dubois, and you had Joe Reed. What you gonna do this year? All you got is Brendan Armstrong. You got their head coach saying he the young Steve Young, basically making fun of him, blowing smoke up our butts. We know what you're doing, Dabo. But we ain't gonna let that. We ain't gonna let your little steroids in the arm like Ivan Drago. It's just a joke, folks. They don't take steroids down there. But we gotta get our mind right. We're gonna keep this playing for a little while. You remember this? I know this just just tug on your on your nervous system right now. You could pitch a Rocky right now training in the barn with the full beard, lifting wheelbarrows with people sitting in them, running around helping horses in the snow. Well, Ivan Drago got the advanced technology running around tracks inside with a little tank top and soccer shorts on. Yeah. Get ready, Wahoos. What you gonna do? Huh? What you gonna do, Trevor Lawrence, when that front seven be looking at you? What you gonna do when Snow looking at you? What you gonna do when Noel Taylor looking at you? Axon Jackson in the middle with ZZ Stott wearing zero. Huh? What you gonna do? Man, the Alonzo get off the ball quick, fast in the hurry. Juwan Bridge getting off the ball quick, fast in the hurry. Bernie, 40 years old, still balling in college. Just giving you that grown man strength. Then we got three safeties now that they can get you picks. Joey Blunt, Amos, Brent Nelson. Then our corner's gonna definitely show you what's that goodness, that good revenge. Cross, Grant. Then we got the air up there. Lavelle Davis Jr. Huh? Yeah. This just get me in the mood. Matter of fact, let me turn this up. Stop talking. Listen to it. Get hype. Yeah, this one Rock was chopping that wood. We chopping wood. I know it's loud, but you got to get your mind right. We're going to Death Valley. Yeah. Uh-huh. Hit the breakdown. Ooh. Rocky getting at the top of that mountain. He almost there. Let's go, Rock. Oh, I know it's loud. You got to get hype. Can you picture that? Yeah. We there. All right, that's enough. But, yeah, I just want to have a little fun, man. Get y'all minds right. This is, like I said, it's Clemson week. Going to Death Valley. A lot of people not giving us a chance. They are the criminal of the crim, not only the ACC, but of college football. Trevor Lawrence is one of the best quarterbacks we've seen in the past decade. You know, like a true freshman stepping on the scene. Um, he's mobile. He only lost one college game. That was a national championship last year the LSU. Uh, Etienne reminds me of Roger Craig. I'm showing my age right there, but a dude that has phenomenal speed, runs hard, can catch out the backfield. Um, so, yeah, it's a tall task. Just to give you some notes on Clemson. Um, yeah, I told you about how Clemson has held their last two opponents under five yards per carry. So, on average, they are holding opponents to five, 1.5 yards per carry, the third fewest in the nation. They just played the Citadel. The Citadel was a team last year that averaged 268 yards rushing, which was six in the FCS. And that game, they averaged 1.8. And I want to say Wake Forest game, Wake Forest averaged 1.1 1. 1 
yards per carry. So we got a new and improved running game. Wayne Talapapa and, and Simpson did a hell of a job finding seams at the line created for them. Uh, also, Brendan Armstrong did a, a very good job of being mobile and, and executing design runs. So the Wahoos definitely have to establish a line of scrimmage because you have a young quarterback. You have to be able to run the football. You can't expect Brendan Armstrong to just whip the ball around 40 times. You know? I mean, now we do have Pogen. So, you know, you know, we do we do got a, we do got a Game of Thrones looking tight end that could get it done. And I'm and I'm glad we got him because we're gonna need him because you, you gotta be able to open up those outside hash windows for those, you know, those speed ends, those slants. And the way you do that is by attacking the middle of the field. And speaking of the middle of the field, on the flip side, that's what Clemson's gonna do versus us. If I'm looking at the Duke tape. I'm saying to myself, they are susceptible in the middle of the field. Their backers are very athletic. Their backers are very uh, aggressive. And we know they're going to sell out to stop the run. So we anticipate a lot of man on the back end. Whoever has our tight, whoever has our slot, if we could beat them across the face, we could come out on the back edge. Because they probably feel like, yeah, we want to run man, but can our secondary guys match up with them playing man-to-man. So they figure we'll play some combo zone, just find the combo zone and attack that. Um, I will say, I think, you know, I think we could definitely generate some pressure, but it's, out, it's about finishing because Trevor Lawrence is elusive in the pocket. He will climb at me. He will step up versus trying to get out the back end. He's tall so he can see over the line, has a very live arm, and he's accurate. And if he makes a mistake, you got to make him pay. He makes a mistake, you have to make him pay. That means ain't no my bags if you get two hands on the ball. You got to catch it. You got to take advantage of every single opportunity. You got to put a hat on the ball. You have to gain tackle, and when you secure the tackle, the other guy try to punch the ball out. You have to generate turnovers in order to beat this football team. You're not good enough at this stage to beat them pound for pound. You have to generate extra possessions. That's matter of fact, that's any game. I don't care who you playing. You got to win the turnover game. And we can't expect to turn the ball over like we did last week and, and just expect Clemson to do what Duke did, just throw, just do dumb plays and just get a ball right back. Like, no, no. You got to be efficient on offense. That starts at the top with the offensive coordinator. You got to call a game that's tailor-made to – the abilities and the attributes of your quarterback. You have to put him in the best position to win each time. This is only his second game as a starter, and it's down to Death Valley. UVA don't win. And that look, UVA don't beat Clemson like that overall. And they definitely don't win a lot in Death Valley. This the look, the series, the series is 39 to 8. They are 20 and 3 at home. Now, don't get me wrong, they won like the first 29 in a row. And then, you know, Herman and the boys beat them. Um, I had the opportunity to beat Clemson down in, in Death Valley my first year. And um, yeah. Was it my first year when we won down there? Yeah, 97. Yep beat them down there and then 98 we beat them here so I had the opportunity of 
of, of beating them twice when I was here my first two years. Um, but yeah. Um, Travis Etienne is actually attempting to record his 19 career 100-yard rushing game to tie Tiki Barber for ninth most in ACC history. He right now has 18 100-yard rushing game, which is already a Clemson record. He has 4,208 yards, needing 121 rushing yards to move past Boston College's A.J. Dillon for fourth most career rushing yards. In like Etienne is special. Great combination of speed and power. Great balance. We saw it in ACC Championship last year. He will run through you. You can't come with the hit stick. You better bring your hind parts and you better bring your arms and be violent because he will run through you. But Axon Jackson will be there waiting for him. Xander will be there waiting for him, ready to thump him. Um, but that's it, man. Like, it's nothing really to excellent and O's wise. You know, you just got to be efficient versus Clemson. They run that spread. They run the inside zone. They make everything look the same. They have a counter off of their running plays, and they got a counter off the counter pass that they have that looks the same. Um, they try to get guys the ball in space. You would see jet sweeps. You would see bubble screens. You would see uh, looky routes. You would see sell routes, meaning like sell concept on the outside is hitch for number one and corner route from number two towards the sideline to try to hollow the corner, get the quarterback out on the edge, run pass option. If you're playing zone, majority of the time, if the quarterback breaks, gets close to the tackle box, then the corner will step up and take the short. Hopefully the safety can come off the hash, but a lot of times they'll send somebody from the backside to attack the area in which the safety will vacate due to the, you know, scramble drill slash rollout drill. So they try to, in, in other words, they flood the area and try to pick you apart. But the one thing about old Sunshine is that he gets the ball out and he let his playmaker make plays. He let his playmaker make plays. Defensively, they're just going to get after you with their front four. They feel like they could get home with their four. They will blitz the linebacker occasionally. I can see them being very vanilla initially versus Brendan to see if he can be accurate and if he can read their defense quickly. Um, I, I, I will be surprised if they try to pressure him off the bat because I always feel like a young quarterback, you see if they can process the information. If you can disguise, drop guys, and then – play games up front with your front four. I mean, like stunts and had them looping and, and crossing and slanting. See if you could get his eyes to look down and then you won't see guys dropping in certain holes that he thought would be, you know, vacated. Um, so I could see Clemson being vanilla in a sense, and you know, until he shows he can be consistently accurate because lo and behold, they're going to press Lavelle. They're going to bump him. He's 6'7". They're going to try to use his youth against him, meaning they want to see if he can understand if they're shading him outside shoulder and clamping him. Clamping him meaning they're attacking the outside shoulder and they maintain the leverage on the upfield, out, that shoulder on the outside. We call it the upfield shoulder. And they try to compress him and push him into the backer who's buzzing underneath and see if they could cause the errant throw. They're going to try to be physical with Lavelle, straight like that. They're not going to give him any free release. They saw last game, you give him a free release, it's a wrap. Strike up the band, it's touchdown. So Lavelle, you know, hopefully you're prepared to understand that they're going to be very physical with you because if they play you off, meaning they play all coverage versus you, it's easy. You six foot seven, have a huge catch radius. It's stealing. You're so tall. Teams are going to have to bump Lavelle to have a chance. That's your best bet. 
And that's why I think a guy like Terrell Janet could really come into play. You put him in the slot. Billy Kemp, he gave him fits in the ACC championship with a sudden quickness. Um, Dabo said something about Billy Kemp as well, so you better believe they're preparing for Billy. Um, and Terrell was, was, you know, he was like the loss, the, the dude that went untalked about after the first game. Our most accomplished return receiver, we, people was whispering about him. You know, they were talking about Lavelle. Um, you know, Billy Kemp had a career day. The only thing we talked about with Terrell was his groundskeeper initiative as far as taking the nameplate off the back of his jersey. So I, I like that. I like that because I know that kid's always prepared. Uh, but it's one of the things, it's like people are, are trying to question if Brendan's always looking for, you know, Lavelle. So that's what it is. So I'm I'm interested to see what's going to happen. I'm definitely interested. I'm excited about this game. I'm definitely excited about this game because we understand what, what Clemson brings to the table. We understand where their program is at, where we're trying to ascend to. They're the measuring stick. But I don't – this – look, this is not a, like, what do you have to lose type of game. I don't believe in what you have to lose. I never believe in it. Like, because there's always something to lose. Always. The game. You can't go in there saying, well, we weren't supposed to win. No, you're a competitor. You got to compete. You have to compete. If everybody had that mindset, oh, we the underdog, what do we have to lose? Why even try to win? Why even try to compete? You're not supposed to win on paper anyway. No. You go out there, you be the best you you can be because every time you step out on the field, that is a footprint of your career. It's being taped. So if you are a player, it's no such thing as what I got to lose. If you getting beat or you getting locked up, that's on tape. That's a footprint. The scouts ain't going to say, oh, he's, he wasn't supposed to win this game. No, they're going to be like, this is a primetime game. Let me see what he do when the lights is brightest. So these are the type of games where you like, yeah, I'm about to show you, show and prove within the framework of what I'm asked to do. Don't go out there playing hero ball. But I feel like with Brennan, you got to move the pocket. You can't have him as a sitting duck. You got to have one, two, three for him. You got you to three levels. You always have, always have to have a safety valve for him. Everybody can't go deep. You can't try to max protect and limit his um, targets as far as available targets each play. Like, I feel like you got to spread Clemson out. If you got to go four wide, you go four wide, but you always have that safety valve. You always have some mess routes. Shout out to man Chris Saber. He always talk about mess routes. And I love mess routes versus aggressive defenses. I love it because it's always causing the backers to drop their eyes, especially with a mobile quarterback. That's what mess routes do. They make the backers have to check for the receiver and make the, make the nickelbacks have to check where the linebackers at. They take their eyes off of what they're supposed to do because they know you're running through traffic and they might run into somebody. That's why I always love somebody crossing the face of the quarterback. I always love that. Cross the ball. Run a route across the ball with a mobile quarterback because if that's a clear indication that, oh, you blitzing. You know? Why do you think the majority of the time teams attack us in the middle field? Because they know we like to run that dog stunt. With our backers, when we, when we twist them, coming through the A-gaps, and where's the vacancy at? In the middle of the field. Now, hey, we're trying to deter you by bringing people in your face so you can look elsewhere, 
But if you're willing to stand up in that face of that fire, it's going to be a lot of money waiting across the ball coming fast. Can you imagine Billy Kemp catching that a mesh route in stride? <laughs> what? Can you imagine Terrell Jenner masked up on a nickel with no safety help up top? And we already know what Lavelle could do outside one-on-one. So I, I expect them to really um, shade over top of Lavelle, you know, have the corner playing real aggressive in a trail technique, having the safety showing late over top. So uh, similar to our defense, I could see the middle of the field being open versus Clemson. Anytime, so I will always have somebody inside, uh, inside receiver on the same side as Lavelle, always. That way you can't have a safety helping over the top. If you do, we're going on bang eights right there in the scene. We're going to get inside the nickel. We're going to stack them. We're going to give ourselves enough room to bend it right between the hashes. Because if the safety really want to shade over because we got a six for seven receiver, let's use that against them. Use it against them. And when you do that, put the ball in the belly of Tyler Popper and read it. You know, show some inside zones to Tyler Popper, show some inside zones to Simpson. Um, run some angle routes with both of those backs so the backers have to step out so that window could be open up that much more. And then Brendan has to throw accurate footballs. He, have to, he has to be accurate. It's on the road. First game starting on the road. Um, but, yeah, it, it still comes down to coaching not calling plays that help display what he does well. It's always like that. I'm not just saying coach. Now, that's every coach. Every coach. Your job is to put your player in the best position to be successful, period. Period. The training wheels are going to be forced off versus Clemson because Clemson is going, they're going to see what, what Brandon can do as far as throwing the ball. But I tell you this, with this offensive line, give them the opportunity to come down and punch Clemson defensive line in the mouth. Let them put their hand in the dirt and get nasty, low and nasty. Let's try to stab his line of scrimmage and run the football because they take pride in making you one-dimensional. They take pride in it because they feel like they can out-athlete you on the back end. And they feel like they can out-athlete you by rushing your quarterback because he's a sitting duck. Once you average him 1.1 a carry or 1.8, we don't believe that you're going to try to really try to run the ball. So your run fake is, we don't care. We're getting up the field. We're running the hoop. But if you could keep them honest and Wayne Tyler Popper did not have uh, a rush for loss last game, 95 yards net, no rush law, uh, rushing yards loss. He's, he's a pinball. He spins. He's strong. You fight for every yard. You grind them out. And you understand it's like a boxing. You got to go to the body early, like Rocky did with Drago. Keep going to the body. You might get knocked down. You might get cut. But sooner or later, you're going to make them bleed. What's, and what's, how they going to act when they bleed? They bleed just like us. You got to make them bleed. If you don't make them bleed, they don't care. It's going to be like Apollo Creed. You want to be Rocky. Yeah, Rocky got knocked down a lot, but he kept getting back up and fighting. So, Wahoos, go out there and fight, man. And, yes, you have something to lose. This ain't no underdog cry here. They bleed just like us. They bleed just like us. Go out there and compete at a high level. Go out there and be dogs. They bleed just like us. That's all I got for y'all, man. I don't want this podcast to be long. I'm excited about this game. I'm, I mean, I'm excited about every game. But when we play that top tier, 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 tier competition, 
That's what I like. I like this type of party. Till next time, man. You know the motto, good is the enemy of great. Be great in everything that you do. Make sure you subscribe to the Ball Hawk Show podcast. Go to sthujuice.com for all your shut the hell up juice of pearl. Salute to everybody that's been supporting since day one. Salute to everybody if it's your first time. Listen to the podcast and salute to you if you feel like this is your last time. Listen to the podcast. Ball Hawk, we out. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.